The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So in our practice, uh, a piece that's helpful to remember is just how light of a touch the effort can be. In a moment, for just a moment, it's not difficult to be aware, to be mindful right now. Can you be aware of the sensations of your hands? About the sensations of your feet? The contact of your hips against the chair or cushion or bench? As I name each thing, often pretty much there's just, it pops in, you know, just that that experience is there. That's enough effort. You don't have to dig or dive in more to the experience. That's the level of effort that's needed in a moment. It's so light. It's, it's in, and it's so simple in a moment just to be aware of something. We hear a sound and we're aware of it. What's more difficult is to um, have, that, have the awareness continue moment to moment. And I think that's often where we get caught tied up in knots around making strong effort and trying to stay present. But instead of trying to hold on to it, it it can simply be just like, well, how much effort do I need in this moment? Just, just the lightest of touch. Just, oh, that's what, that's what's naturally being known in this moment. And then do it again in the next moment. And again in the next moment. Just the lightest touch of effort moment to moment it begins to build a momentum of mindfulness. I often use an analogy of um, riding a scooter, a little kick scooter, not the motorized ones, where you stand on the little platform and tap on the ground to get the, to get the momentum going. You know, you might at the beginning, you know, if you're impatient, put your foot down and push really hard to try to get a, a good push, but that can be pretty wobbly. And instead, if you just like gently tap, 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 tap frequently, you get a good momentum going and then you can ride for a while. And it's kind of similar in the meditation practice. Just the light touch of, oh yeah, this is what I'm aware of. This is what's obvious. This is what's known in this moment. And then again, and again, and again. And that begins to establish a, a, a little bit of a momentum of mindfulness and then we, we, we may begin to get a sense of not needing to do it as frequently. At the beginning, we need to remind ourselves frequently, just, just this, oh, this, this. But then we, we um, begin to have more of a little bit of an establishment of, yeah, I know, I'm aware. And maybe we don't need to remind ourselves as frequently. So that's the way we make effort here in this practice is how, how frequently do, remind, do we remind ourselves to notice what's here. And as the momentum gets going, we, we can remind ourselves less frequently. And then we, we begin to, as with the scooter, 
you know, with the scooter, you're, you're riding for a while, you get familiar with what it feels like to ride smoothly and what it feels like for the scooter to get wobbly. When you feel the scooter get wobbly, you know you need to put your foot down again and tap. Kind of similarly with the mindfulness, we begin to get familiar with what it's like to ride a wave of being aware and know what it's like for that awareness to begin to fade, to get a little wobbly, so that then we bring in a little bit of, a little bit of intention to... Oh, yeah. What's here? What's here? Maybe that the awareness starts to feel a little bit like it falls apart. It's like begins to be vague. It's like, okay, let's connect. What's here? What's here? So a light touch of effort. In a few moments, we'll be um, going out to do some walking practice. And the instructions for walking are just the same as they are for the sitting. We explore being relaxed while walking, and I'll talk about ways to do that to start. We explore being relaxed, first and first of all, to support that natural awareness. So finding a way to feel comfortable, at ease, relaxed while walking. And then we begin to recognize, notice, aware, am I aware? Check in, am I aware? And what is obvious? And from time to time, bringing in that question of the relationship. What is, what is the attitude? How am I in relationship to what is happening? So the instructions are the same, but the, the objects are really different when we're walking. I mean, first of all, we're moving, so there's a lot more physical body sensations. We have our eyes open, so we've got sights coming in. Often when we're walking, there can be uh, almost more of a natural attunement to sound, especially if we're walking where there's other cars and people that, you know, our, our system kind of knows we need to pay attention to sound to be careful about where we are and what's around us. And so that can also be heightened. Hearing, seeing can be very heightened while we're walking along with our, our physical movement. And so there's different objects, we could say, different experiences that will become more obvious to us. And so that's, um, that's something to explore. Can we also be aware of the seeing, of the hearing? So while we're walking... Receiving, what am I aware and what is obvious? Again, we may notice the attention kind of shifting from experience to experience. With seeing for a little while, and then hearing for a little while, and then the body moving through space, and then we're just kind of with the body for a little while, and then something moves across our field of vision, and we're seeing again. So there's just this very natural flow of... Of, of attention from experience to experience while walking. And again, it's seeing, can we, can we notice where the attention goes? Kind of following the attention. So to begin with relaxation, um, I'd encourage you to start, again, this is, uh, I want this to be a more um, practice that can move into our daily lives. And that's one of the things I particularly love about this practice is that the instructions that are offered are so simple that they can be applied while we're doing anything at all. Working on the computer, driving a car, making dinner, sitting in meditation. Same instructions in life and in our sitting 
met on a formal, in our formal meditation practice. And so what I want to encourage you to do is to take a more normal walk. Often on these days we encourage a back and forth walking to kind of simplify things. But what we're looking at here is how our minds work. What's going on in our minds as we do our everyday things. And it's a pretty simple everyday thing to walk through the neighborhood. But there, there, there are some choices and things that, that will happen there. And so we um, just begin to explore what's going on as we're walking. So taking a walk through the neighborhood and walking at more of a normal pace than you would necessarily walk on a, on a um, formal meditation walking practice. The relaxation piece would be to find a pace that feels comfortable Find a pace that feels like you can be at ease while walking. That pace may also connect with an ease of being aware. The, the, the comfortableness of being aware while walking may also be the pace at which it's kind of easiest to be aware, the, the, the pace of movement that's kind of easiest to be aware of. So play with the pace for a little while. Walk a little slower, a little more quickly, and see where it just feels like, oh yeah, this feels comfortable. The body feels like it can relax here and be at ease while walking. And so when you've found a pace that feels at ease, begin checking in. Am I aware? And what is obvious? It probably initially will, will be in the field of sound and sight, is my guess, because that is so strong for us in the walking practice. And so just, can, can you take in? Yep, seeing. Seeing is happening. And then notice when the attention shifts to something else. It may be in the field of seeing, and this is an interesting thing to explore, in particular in the walking practice. It may be in the, in the field of seeing that the attention shifts from one thing to another while you're um, walking. And, and what's, what's happening there? Often it's, um, you know, you're moving through space, and as you move through space, something gets revealed that is a little different in shape or color, you walk past something and there's a burst of red and it's like, ooh, the attention orients to that. So, so the, the seeing is happening in dependence on changing conditions. Where does the attention shift? What happens there? Movement is another one that will catch our attention and the attention will shift. We don't have to try to not have the attention shift. Be curious about this shifting. Sayadaw Utejaniya sometimes brings this, this exploration into the exploration of noticing the difference between seeing, just kind of, you know, know, knowing seeing is happening in a general way, and looking at something. So, you know, you may be just kind of like taking in, seeing more as almost like just a camera moving through space, and then suddenly the attention, you know, there's a, a, a puppy dog that bounds across your bath and path and then the the attention kind of collapses and you're looking at the puppy dog and then maybe it goes back to seeing for a little while the broader seeing and then collapses down to a, a spot of color you don't have to stop this from happening just be curious about this shift from seeing to looking and back to seeing this is this is the factor of attention in our minds 
This is, this is attention working, the shift from maybe something precise and narrow to something more broad, just the experience of seeing. We can notice this also in hearing, maybe just kind of being aware of ambient sound, just the kind of rumble of the freeway in the distance, and then suddenly there's a car horn, and the, uh, the, the attention kind of goes to that experience of the car horn. It, it, it orients to that. That's the, maybe this, a shift that we could talk about between hearing and listening. Turning the, the attention kind of gets pulled to that experience. We may notice that it shifts from seeing to hearing. You know, that, 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 we're, that we're seeing the puppy dog and then there's the, the motorcycle that goes by and suddenly there's the hearing. Just noticing all of this. And then there will be, of course, the experience of the physicality of movement. You know, that may become obvious at times. The experience of the body moving through space. There may be comfort or discomfort. You know, this, may, this may arise if, if some part of your body starts to be unpleasant. The attention then might get drawn to that experience. So again, it's, it's, it's kind of the curiosity of noticing how the attention shifts from thing to thing and to not try to stop it, but just notice. Where's the attention right now? Am I aware? And what is obvious moment to moment? And then from time to time checking in and how am I in relationship to what is happening? You know, the feeling a pain in the knee. Oh, not liking it. Fear. Frustration. Whatever. Just noticing that. When we notice a relationship, there's not a lot to do with it. It's not like we have to pick up that relationship and then start diving into it and trying to figure it out. But it's more just what's obvious about that. I've become aware of something that I wasn't quite aware of before. Okay, so there's frustration. What's obvious? Oh, there's some tension and tightness. Okay, it's just taking that in also. It's like the the container of mindfulness has expanded to include something we hadn't seen before. Just notice that. What's obvious about it? And then what's the next thing? It may be that the frustration builds, in which case there would be more of a kind of curiosity about that that's getting stronger. Or it may be that the frustration is seen and then there's, there's, another, uh, there's, there's another puppy dog and the attention goes there and it forgets about the frustration entirely. So just noticing what happens. How does the mind participate in this experience of walking? So... Um, what I'd like to do is to, rather than take questions now, just encourage you to go out and try it. And then when we come back, we'll have time for questions and some discussion about both the sitting and the, and the walking. So we'll, we'll walk until um, 11.30. Yeah, 11.30. So coming back, um, you know, since you're walking around, you might just set your clock to what the clock here says and come back into the vicinity. Maureen will be ringing a bell at about 11.25 to let everybody know to come, come back into the hall.